Hey guys, welcome back to the Wisdom and Stuff podcast. I'm your host, Daryl Boucher, and this is where we cut through the Christianese and tradition-based thoughts that hinder us from the limitless lifestyles that we as actual children of God are designed to walk in. So let's go ahead and dive into the Word and see what the Holy Spirit has for us today. Hey, welcome back to Wisdom and Stuff Podcast. Uh, we're here again with Amy. Hello, Hello. Amy. And uh, we're going to be getting into, once again, her favorite subject of life, which is stewardship, stewardship. and the blessing <laughs> and all of that. So I know, surprising. I know. Uh, no, we do Put talk about other guard. things. But, uh, <laughs> but, um, Hardly, though. But yeah, the other things don't count because they weren't very good. Um, uh, but <laughs> no. uh, So we'll... Um, uh, no, we'll get into stewardship some more today. Just kind of taking it. Uh, there's a, always infinite ways we can go with any subject, and we want to just make sure it's it's uh, you know getting into some deeper things, and and not necessarily deeper, but just unpacking and and uh, unlocking uh, some keys to so for people to make it a more natural way of life. Yeah. Uh, as far as that goes, and so I think sometimes people can feel a separation from that, and they can feel it, it's like so far from them mm-hmm. that they think it has to be something that is attained. Yeah. As a reward of maturity. Yeah. And of a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, let's, uh, let's go ahead and kick it off. Go ahead, Amy. Yeah. So, uh, you know, for the podcast today, I wrote down first thing, the questions that keep us from walking in right. stewardship. Yeah. And, um, and so, you know, as I'm starting to ask the questions, I'm like, why aren't more people doing this? Why am, why aren't, <laughs> why isn't everybody walking in the fullest measure of God? I think on God the asked the same question. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty so. sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's a good so question. you know, I am like a few years deep into, you know, my studies of stewardship and yeah. asking God about it. And it's really exciting for me now at this stage, now that I've kind of like, uh, what's the word? Um, found my stride. Like mm-hmm. I found my stride mm-hmm. and I'm stewarding and it's yeah. now part of my lifestyle. And But uh, then I, I, as I'm like writing down, like why aren't people engaging with this because it, it will change your life if you yeah. if you get a hold of it it will change your life why aren't more people doing it and so um one thing that i realize a common problem people have is that they don't even know where to begin they have right. no idea what mm-hmm. questions they're not asking like they yeah. don't they don't know <laughs> they have this current definition of stewardship that looks nothing like mine and mm-hmm. so they don't know why i'm so passionate about it because i have a different definition True. of it yeah. than they might yeah. and maybe and so you know, uh, they don't know even what questions to start asking. It's right. like, it's like if I go to some engineering school, I honestly have no idea what question I'm going to ask. I don't even know <laughs> the beginning, the beginnings of all that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what I don't know. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so here I, I started to write down the questions of like, okay, this is where we would begin as defining stewardship and then giving you practical applicable uh, actions to take to start applying it to your life so that it will take effect. Right. And, and that's, it's huge because like you said, you know, if, if you walked into an engineering thing with having no, I mean, not even really even knowing what that word means. When somebody (laughs) says I'm an engineer, you're like, you drive a train. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, But uh, (laughs) exactly. I don't know what I don't know know what that is. I have no idea what you mean by that. Yeah. I have an idea in my mind what engineering means, but I have no idea what that means to you. Yeah. And you apply it totally different than how I would apply it. And so I don't even know what questions to ask. Mm -hmm. Like you said, do you drive a train? Like what? Yeah. What does that even mean? And they, you know, I I would get mockery in return because it's like not even close to what they do. Yeah. Even though I wouldn't mock anybody asking me about stewardship. But, uh, but, all about that. But yeah, so first thing is like, well, what, what questions do I even start asking? Mm -hmm. And, um, I, I think one of the questions that we start asking is, um, uh, why is it effective for you and why 
or like where do I begin? How mm-hmm. how can I experience the same results as you experience yeah. when I don't even know where to begin? And uh, so I wanted to talk about that. Yeah, and that's good. Now, obviously, we've we've done other casts about stewardship and regarding the blessing, and and we're not, I don't want to rehash all that no. because we got into a lot of definition stuff. We got into a lot of that type of stuff, and so I uh, just hey, you know, if you're on here, go back and look at some of the archives. Mm-hmm. They're on there, you know. And so some of the first ones that we 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 posted were on the blessing, and and got into some really good definitions and some really good things to do with that. So uh, so I don't want to rehash all that and all that. We want to just kind of more more break down kind of the you know once again kind of the the the, the blockage that people can have and uh, and one of the first things is people don't they don't have any kind of identity with it because they don't know what it even means or they don't know mm-hmm. they just feel very separated from something like this and they feel like it's so super spiritual and and uh, and you know like I say I just don't want I don't want those when people say well I just don't know where to start I don't want that to become a mantra of their mind to give them an out where they're not pursuing mm-hmm. because they're just like, well, I just don't even know where to start. So they're almost like a little child just like, well, I'm just out. I'm yeah. just out. I just don't know, mm-hmm. even know where to start. Well, grow up, you begin, you know, and uh, <laughs> I know I can sound hard sometimes, but this is about, you know, Paul saying, I put away those childish things mm-hmm. when I became a man. And, and there's just times when our attitudes are too childish and uh, and we need to stop with the childish attitudes and realize there's childlike faith mm-hmm. and there's childish attitudes and yeah. they're very different things. Yeah. And so so when when we're like, well, I just don't even know where to start. Well, you know, that doesn't mean it's not in your DNA. Yeah. You know, like I've said time and again, you know, you know, babies have the DNA to walk. They don't have the experience yet. Mm-hmm. They have the DNA. Mm-hmm. Just because they have no experience doesn't mean they don't ever walk. They actually put a demand on their DNA. Amen. And they 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 forsake their experience mm. for their DNA. Yeah, that's and so, so good. And the thing is, God could have come had us come out of the womb walking and talking and running. If He could have had it done that way. He didn't. Mm-hmm. He chose to encapsulate everything in DNA, mm-hmm. and he said the highest way for this to be is for us to put a demand on DNA mm-hmm. and to forsake experience. Yeah. He said that's the highest way mm-hmm. in our natural growth, and it's also the highest way in our spiritual growth is that we don't we don't just wash our hands of it because we don't know what it is. That's so good. We put a demand on DNA Amen. and say, nope, if God says that this is part of me, then it's part of me. It's the real me, and anything that's contrary to it is a lie, and so we have to put a demand on our DNA yeah. and not, uh, you know, not allow our lack of anything our lack of even knowing where to start or our lack of anything to separate us and to make us allow us to be a victim yeah. to an experience yeah you know because we could go you know whatever we could go uh, you know whatever 80 years of our life and d- does that mean that just because no one's been saved after 80 years they can't get saved yeah no right they have to forsake their experience mm-hmm. they have to put a demand on their dna and so uh and so we would expect people who 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 are 80 years old to get saved to get healed to get filled with the holy spirit to do all these things forsaking experience but sometimes we'll be like well i just don't know how to do that that's good well there's no difference here so that's so, so good. let's just put a demand on the so DNA. it's really just like your uh, curiosity and your heart mm-hmm. kind of drawing you into yeah. it and then god making up the difference of that right and then obviously finding tools to help you naturally apply it and grow it yourself mm-hmm. um so one of the statements I wrote down um, that I do actually hear often enough from people who have begun their stewardship journey (laughs) is, um, you know, I tried it, but it didn't work. 
I All tried right, yeah. I tried to believe God for something and I tried to do right. the stewardship thing and it just it didn't work for me like it works for you yeah. so I'm out. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> don't yeah. I don't want to lose you yeah. yet. That's not, right. you know, don't. That's like saying breathing is for you. Yeah. But it's not so much for <laughs> exactly. me. Exactly. You yeah, know, that's we're, we're, good. we're 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 human, but uh, <laughs> I agree I'm a human. But maybe your thing is breathing and mine yeah. isn't. Now, there are certain things that yeah. are part of all of our DNA. Yeah, and I'm so glad you're saying that because I think a lot of people will disqualify themselves from something that should rightfully be ours yeah. and um and what i mean by that is this is as natural as breathing and walking and running and everything it's like it's it's like it's like if i didn't have this it would be like not having an arm you know it's like yeah. this is so a part of me that of course you would have it too like this is so natural for you to have that to actually walk in life without it would be more difficult <laughs> like I, I i want this for you because it will make your life easier yeah. and uh but yeah just the just almost like not picking up again where you left off and and giving up after a few tries right. of believing God for something yeah. and it didn't work and then um so like could you talk about that like how people kind of pick up yeah the, well you know, obviously that's there, there's 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 cycles of frustration that we can frustrate our faith over and over again and people do this a lot you know because they 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 find out about you know stewardship or their authority or just their 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 rights as Christians or whatever they find out about about truth, but then they go about it the wrong way, and instead, and, and the, the biggest problem is their, um, well, really, the biggest, the, the reason why we get into those situations, because I've been there, I don't know how many times, where I, I thought I believed God for something, and it didn't happen, yeah. you know, and um, and it doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that the principle's invalid, number one. That's that's number that's one good. thing I have to get a hold of is like, you know, I, I nowadays, of course, I do a lot of things. I, I, I make a lot of things with my hands, woodworking and all that stuff. Well, there was a time I didn't know how to cut a board. Mm. There was a time when literally I, I, I would cut a board and it would be so wonky. I mean, I couldn't cut a board straight for nothing. And it doesn't mean the principle's invalid. Mm. It doesn't mean the saw was wrong. It doesn't mean that, that I was not called to woodwork. It just means I had to grow. That's good. That's all. You know, but yeah. I could have given up. And I could have just said, and there was a time when I kind of did. There was a time when I got frustrated because I couldn't cut a straight board mm -hmm. and my stuff turned out looking like garbage. Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, well, I don't want to give that to anybody or I don't even want that in my own home. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to throw that away. And I spent hours on it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I had an investment. Yeah. But the investment turned out looking like garbage. Yeah. And, uh, and it didn't turn out looking like you know, the guy on the, the home improvement show, yeah, you yeah. know, who had all these things. He goes, oh, just do this and this and this. Look, magically, you'll have a, ca a cabinet yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, that didn't turn out looking that way for me. And so, yeah, there was a time when I'd get frustrated, but then I realized, but the principle is still valid. Yeah. And so there's something that, instead of blaming the principle, number one, or instead of blaming the tools, or instead of blaming the guy on the on the home improvement show, they're saying, oh, he is just, he's pipe dream. Mm -hmm. He's just, apparently he's the only one in the world that can do that. He's the only one that can make a cabinet. Yeah. No, he's doing that to help me, yeah. to show me how to do it, so that he's not the only one. Yeah. And I think right now, that's, that's one of the principles we need to get a hold of, is that when you have people... Uh, it, you, however you want to call it. I don't care if you want to call it in the five-fold ministry or different people have different gifts and callings. I don't care how you want to call it. You have different ones now that are doing podcasts, that are doing you know, all kinds of stuff, getting getting the, the revelation they have out there, and they're not doing it to show off or to show what God's given them. Mm -hmm. They're doing it to show what God's given all of us. 
That's good. And that's what we have to, we have to stop the separation mentality and this elitist mentality mm. and to say there's a special group. I love that. The special group that's that's pastor so-and-so and brother so-and-so and sister so and so-and-so good. and they know how to flow in these things. Yeah. But they're they're just showing, but I have to get to their meeting to, uh, to have something or whatever. And it's like, that's not why they're there. So good. The fivefold ministry doesn't exist so they could be a hierarchy. It's so they could flow what God's given them into the rest of the body. And they're, they're inviting us up to, to mm. a higher, all of us to that same level. But, but so part of it, like I said, we don't, you know, we don't want to, uh, you know, accuse the tools or the principal or the guy on the, on the home improvement channel. And at the same time, we don't, I, I found this to be true so many times is that, um, when things aren't going right, we want to, we want to find a villain. And so we either, it's like, <laughs> it's like either we become the victim yeah. or we, or we find the villain or yeah. both. And so there's a villain, there's a victim. And so the villain is the principal. The villain is God because he doesn't want me to have this. The villain is the sister so-and-so, brother so-and-so who's who's obviously wrong or living a pipe dream or whatever. Or the villain is us. And somehow we're deficient. And so when we frustrate our faith like that, when we when we when we really think that we're believing God for something that doesn't come to pass, we need to realize there's a strategy that the enemy is inviting us into that's saying, which way are you going to take right now? Mm-hmm. Are you going to get frustrated and become the victim to somebody else's villainization, yeah. or even your own, mm-hmm. because you're apparently too unspiritual to make this happen? Or are you going to realize, oh, there is a principle at work here yeah. that I just need to learn how this operates in my life? And That's and good. ultimately, the reason why we... There, the only... And this, this is, I know, it might sound simple, might even sound mean, I don't know, but I don't usually care, is... <laughs> Um, is the reason why we didn't see the byproduct of the faith that we believed we had is because we didn't have, we didn't allow it to be a a byproduct of our relationship with our father. Wow. Because faith is relationship. Faith is not a principle outside of relationship. Faith is not something I work. Faith is a person I know. Mm. And it's like, and that's why in Hebrews 11, it says by faith, all these people did things. Yeah. You could replace that word faith with their relationship. By by their relationship, Abraham did this. By their relationship, Moses did. By their relationship. And so, and Jesus even said, I only do what I see my father do. It's all through relationship. And so he didn't go healing the sick because he could heal the sick. Yeah. He didn't even know how to heal the sick. He actually said, I can do nothing of myself. Mm. I can't do anything. I don't even know how to heal the sick. He had to go to the father and he did what he saw his father do. It's beautiful. And so when we see a situation in it, we have to realize the reason I frustrated my faith is because I didn't actually, <laughs> I didn't actually go ask God what he wanted me to do. Wow. I just put a demand on a principle wanting a, a result. Oh my gosh, that's good. <laughs> and, that's so good. And I, 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 I turned it into a genie in a bottle instead of a relationship with my father. Yeah. And because uh, he, he honestly, you know, his, his, he wants to, he wants to have exceedingly abundantly all I can ask her imagine done in my life through the power that works in me and it's through this relationship with him mm-hmm. and so the reason why we frustrate our faith is because we honestly didn't do it through a relationship with god we do it do it yeah. through a, a so-called principle yeah or a process called faith yep that has is now religion instead mm-hmm. of relationship but yeah anyway, that's, that's good yeah. that's good um another a great question is how to how to apply this principle in your life, like your very natural way, how to do that. And so I got to thinking about it and I started to think of it as like, um, as like, you know, the Bible calls us ambassadors Mm -hmm. and that we're in a foreign land and that we're citizens of heaven and that that's where we're from. And so I just, I tied it to a very natural 
uh, situation like an actual ambassador in a foreign country and if they ever needed resources yeah. um, how how they would go about doing that naturally and then just apply that to a, a more spiritual <laughs> sense yeah, right. so like um, uh, you know people were, I, I, I guess you were talking earlier about being um, spiritually minded and that might be what it connects the spiritual to the natural because a lot of people see um people walking in stewardship like naturally receiving things um like uh like they're walking in in a high level of stewardship and so things are flowing naturally in their life and so someone else may observe that and say well why does that happen for you yeah. like we were just talking about earlier why doesn't it not happen for me why does it happen for you and it's like well you were just talking earlier before the podcast about um being spiritually minded mm -hmm. and how that uh and drawing of spiritual resources and so um, people want to know like how to naturally apply this principle to your life, but it really starts in the spirit. It does. And, and it really does begin with a reality that we have to settle, which is that everything in the natural is made from the supernatural. Mm -hmm. Everything is in the seen realm is made from the unseen realm. Until we settle that, then we don't really understand that there is the, 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 the reality of things happening in the natural comes from the unseen realm. Until mm -hmm. we settle that, then there still is this giant chasm. And we think that we have to go to heaven mm. to see the resources of heaven. And yet, you know, with the fishes and the loaves and with these different things, you know, we see the, 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 the material realm literally take shape from the unseen realm. And, uh, and that's something that's like a disconnect with, with a naturally minded person because the Bible says to be spiritually minded is life and peace and to be naturally minded or carnally minded is death because it's an enmity with God. And it says that the, the natural man can't receive the things of God because it's foolishness to him. And so the natural mind looks at it and goes, well, you know, uh, you know, everything I see is a byproduct of something natural. That's not true. Everything I see is a byproduct of something spiritual. Hmm. Now, once again, the the tree in my in in my yard came from a seed and da 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 da, and it came through a very natural process. But at the beginning of all that, God said, it's a "Let word. there be." Began with a word. Yeah, it began with a word. Mm. And so the fishes and the loaves, they didn't just manifest like you know, they didn't just come. There was no fishes and loaves factory sitting outside there it literally it materialized from the unseen realm that's right and like so we're, we're, we're very used to this or should be used to this when we come to physical healing you know people have organs that grow and different things we believe for that we're like oh yeah they can be they can be supernaturally healed but it, it the, the one of the biggest things that we where we have to begin is Number one, obviously, we talk about our identity, and we can, you know, you can go back to one of the earlier podcasts about this because we talk about identity a good bit as far as settling our identity as a son of God. Um, but number two, that identity places us as a role where it's like, okay, I am seated with Christ in heavenly places right now. And the natural mind has a disconnect that says, but how is this natural thing going to change without a natural process tied yeah. to it? And, um, and honestly, we don't even have to ask that, answer that question. God will settle things. He, he will, he will bring things to us to get them to settle when they need to be settled. Okay. God's so good. He's such, he's, he's a perfect teacher and the Holy Spirit leads us and guides us into all truth. But there are things he will, he will bring you to a point mm -hmm. where you have to settle certain yes. things. Yes. Yeah. Now that point might not be right now. But it will be, if you continue down the process of relationship with him, he will bring your heart to a place where he says you settle it. Mm. Either you're walking in the natural realm and it's only natural, or you're walking as a spiritual representative, an ambassador from a spiritual realm yeah. into this earth. 
one of the two. Mm. Settle it. Love that. Okay. But now the thing is, you may not be there right now. You may not. God may not be be calling your heart to settle that right now, but he will. Yeah. Now, the thing is, though, what we have to do right now is realize, okay, the, the, so so the, the only question that needs to be answered right now is not all the things that I know or you know or all the things that have been revealed to us about certain things. What we have to ask and what each person has to ask who's listening is, what is God telling me my role is right now with this? Yeah. That's all I have to ask because it's a relationship. That's right. And so if if I if I am if I'm going to God and I'm saying, okay, well, what's uh, you know something needs to change in this situation? Could be relational, could be financial, it could be you know with your car, it could be with your body, it could be with your work, it could be whatever. Something in the natural realm needs to change. Yeah. And so you see, it needs to change. And so what God is saying is, oh, I put you in that situation, not to teach you something, but so it could be taught what the kingdom of God looks like. That's right. It's not, he's not trying to teach you. Yeah. He's trying to teach it. Yes. Right. With <laughs> so, you. With you. <laughs> through you. You're the teacher. Yeah. You're the teacher <laughs> of that situation. You know, it's like Jesus taught the fig tree pretty clear. That's right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but anyway, yeah. but I'm just, so, That's so good. we need to understand that, that, that God's not trying to teach. He doesn't bring me into situations to teach me through hardship. Amen. Okay. Ever. That's never, that's never God's highest way. Sometimes people learn the hard way, but that's because they're prideful. And, and, yeah. so, and so we get to learn. We, Not we, me. Yeah, you know, I don't I've know what you're talking that. about. Yeah. But, uh, but when people, uh, they, they almost take pride in it. They're like, oh, well, I, I only learned the hard way. Well, yeah. stop it, <laughs> idiot. Anyway, but um, but we get to choose how easy we learn. Yeah. And so, uh, but with it, though, it's like, okay, so I'm coming into a situation and I realize, okay, God brought me into the situation to steward heaven into it. That's what has to happen here. I know that, first and foremost. Now I have to, once again, I don't want to just run with a principle. I don't want to just take the principle and run with it. Mm -hmm. I want to go to my father. Amen. And say, okay, this is me walking with my father, and he's walking, and and the Holy Spirit is leading me and guiding me into all truth concerning this. Amen. And so he's reconciling me to my rightful role in this. Yep. And there was a time when I used to be a victim to this. Yes. There was a time, maybe up until right now, (laughs) that (laughs) that I I literally was just one to observe what would happen and just bear the brunt of whatever yep. happened but now he's leading me and guiding me all truth and now i know i'm a steward yep and so now i i may not even know what that means yep but i am i am identifying with stewardship and i'm saying in this situation okay father i i am i'm just coming to him in his word and in prayer and i'm saying what is my role right now and that is the perfect way to express how to apply it naturally yeah is going to the father and yeah. asking him what your role is in the what situation i think That's that right. that is best explained on how to naturally apply it Um, because and also and how simple it sounded and so when I started to think about the simplicity of stewardship and how in the very beginning of the podcast you had mentioned that something some things that keep us from walking in stewardship is us feeling separated from it or distant from it and I actually a verse came to mind yesterday when I was thinking about the simplicity of all of this and it was uh, in Romans like Romans 10 verses 8 through 10 uh Uh, He says, the word is near you, even in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith. And so, um, you know, as far as feeling separated from it or feeling intimidated by it or not knowing what it means, we have to remember that the word is in our heart and it's in our mouth. And that's how quickly things can change for us. And so to naturally apply this principle is to go to the father and say, I know that I'm a steward of heaven into the situation what's my role to it because i am one with your word and so i'm one with 
heaven. I'm one with heaven's resources and I'm one with you. And so I have all that I need to be able to answer the question for the situation. And to just so to me, that's a very, very simple adjustment. You don't have to feel like you're carrying a weight into the situation. You're not carrying the load or the burden. Yeah of any kind of measure of faith that you have to have to change the situation. You just have to make this simple adjustment in your heart that says, no, I have the answer in my heart already. And uh, what do I need to do to distribute that or to, um, to like you were saying a minute ago, to be the answer to the problem, to, to, (laughs) Teach the problem problem. (laughs) what the answer is. (laughs) I love that you said it that way. And you you see, it it, to me, it's it's a looking at the situation totally different. You're not having to have enough faith. You're not having to be enough for it. You already are that, and you're just making that adjustment and yielding to the Holy Spirit, saying, "What do I need to do to be able to give the situation or the problem um, what it needs right now?" That's good. Now, with with that, let's we'll get into that next time. We're we're out of time for this hour, so um, let's uh, we will get we'll we'll carry this thought into the next hour. <laughs> so, Father, we thank you for this time, and we thank you just for teaching us and guiding us step by step, Father God, how to Father God just usher heaven into the earth, Lord God. That's that's your highest will, and so you want it more than we want it. And I just thank you, Lord God. We just allow you to teach us how to do it. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us today on Wisdom and Stuff. Don't forget to subscribe to get new updates and check out our podcast page on Podbean to find all our previous posts and full-length messages. We'll see you next time and have a blessed day.